0: This is the Front Page Podcast from the Red and Black. I'm Midori Jenkins. This week, we will discuss our April 7th paper edition by speaking with Dania Kalaji about her article on minority religious groups at UGA. Support for this podcast is provided by the Cox Institute for Journalism, Innovation, Management, and Leadership. For more information, visit Grady. .uga.edu slash coxinstitute. Dania, it's always great to have you on the front page. So welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be back. Well, first,
1: I'm just curious. What brought your attention to this story? Right. So I'm actually in a feature writing class with Professor Nicholas Childs, and we had to pitch a feature story. And something that came to my mind first was, you know, religious organizations here at UGA. And like I said in the story, it's really clear driving around campus and also just around the Athens area that there are a lot more churches than there are for minority religious groups. And as a Muslim woman myself, I questioned why there aren't a lot of resources or, you know, mosques for myself. So I think you know, looking into the story and you can really see my voice throughout it as well. That was one of the main priorities that I wanted to shed more light on these minority religious groups and also tell our, my audiences like exactly why this is happening and maybe what the history is behind it. Um, and I think it turned out pretty well. I was able to shed a lot of light on things that I didn't know myself. So, yeah. Right.
0: This is a super important story. I really enjoyed reading it. And can you talk a little bit more about the religious environment at UGA and kind of what this composition looks like?
1: Right. So historically, UGA is a more Christian community, um, you know, that roots back to hundreds of years ago, people that settled here. Um, And, you know, with more minority religious groups emerging at UGA and, you know, our makeup is becoming so much more diverse Um, I think that is kind of what we're seeing, and there definitely are some, you know, progressions in um, more organizations and institutions for religious minority groups, such as Muslims, um, Jewish people, and also Hindus, you know, just a lot of different communities here, but like I said before, when you do drive around Athens, when you do look around UGA and you see our campus, the makeup is primarily Christian groups. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's honestly very amazing. That they have so much strength in numbers and also um, in their community as well. And what they do for um, Christians, not even in the Athens area, but outside, you know, in other places in Georgia as well. Um, but I do think that, you know, with these more progressive minority groups coming into play and more religious thought also, um, I think that it's still important to know what's around and what new things are happening.
0: And throughout searching for answers in this story, what did you uncover about why this framework on campus and in Athens looks the way it does?
1: Right. So the main thing that I took away from this was the separation of church and state. And I had no idea. I mean, I do know what church and state is in the separation, but I wanted to know a lot more about it and why these distinctions Um, between, you know, Christian groups and also other religious minorities are happening. And the thing that came down to the nitty-gritty was private donations. So, most of the Christian organizations that you see on campus, um, such as Wesley and Freshly and even, like, the Baptist Campus Ministries, they are all funded by private donations. So, that means other donors, um, you know, they do have fundraisers and things like that. But also, they just have a bigger support system um, as opposed to these religious minority groups and it kind of does make sense when you look at the numbers of it because like i said there are a lot more christians here in the community than there are muslims and jewish people but when you look at um, for example the muslim student association um, they are you know one of the only muslim communities on campus besides the al-huda mosque Um, And those two organizations are both nonprofits. So they are not receiving private funds and they're, you know, kind of on bare bones. But they do have fundraisers. They have events to raise money. And it's really just like community awareness within their own bubble. But besides those private donations um, that they don't receive and that the Christian organizations do, um, that is one of the main things that I was able to uncover from this.
0: You also talked to world religion instructor Hisham Qureshi about the separation of church and state. So in his perspective, how is the separation affecting Athens and is this kind of positive or negative?
1: Right. So one thing that I kind of battled with the story was looking at it in a positive or a negative way. And I don't think that, I mean, either perspectives... Um, is healthy for the situation. Yes, there should be more minority religious groups and more support for them. But this separation of church and state, you know, does really shed light on why these numbers are happening and why the community uh, communities, you know, for minority groups are a lot smaller. So people might be a little bit shy from even joining um, because the basis of religion is really hard to talk about or even, you know, express yourself as a college student. Um, So that just might be one thing that students are shying away from as well. Um, But I think that, you know, on the basis of money and, you know, these donations that all the organizations are receiving is why we're going to be looking at a future where unless, you know, our policymakers or people in power um, don't, you know, start talking about this or start, you know, institutionalizing policies or even creating organizations that foster and make sure that every single religion is being included and inclusive, um, that this is just going to persist for a while. Um, Like I said before, not a bad thing, not a good thing, but just something that our community, I think, should be aware about. And I
0: really enjoyed that kind of firsthand experience that is at the beginning of your story so how is the UGA Muslim community suffering from this lack of resources at the university
1: right so I think just you know throughout the story the Muslim students that I spoke to um and the leaders that I spoke to as well just had really powerful voices and by hearing them talk about their connections with UGA it wasn't the best outlook um like I said before they are a smaller community so sometimes it's harder to reach people in power in that sense but I do think that UGA could be doing a lot better of a job and that is exactly why I talked to the MSA president um, Rafi Sayed and he had just some incredible things to say um, you know now more than ever they're being recognized especially because they did join the multicultural student um, program so they're getting a lot of the benefits that they didn't have before, such as getting to able to reserve a space to pray for the entire semester. Um, And even they got a small office um, on campus that they're able to go to now. So in that sense, I think that the relationship between UGA and the Muslim community here is expanding. And it's, you know, going to be a long process and a lot of things to mend, I believe, in their words. Um, But I think that they're being recognized more than ever right now. Just recently, um, a Muslim student who is um, also on student government senate went and proposed this um, legislation to extend dining hall hours for students fasting during Ramadan, and it was unhonestly passed by SGA. So now they're moving forward, and they're going to be talking with dining hall services and different administrative services as well to kind of expand on that and make it a more sustainable piece of legislation for future um, fasting communities who are Muslims. So I think, and when you look at things like that, you can really see that that relationship is, you know, going to be a slow process to mend, but nonetheless is happening. I'm really happy to
0: hear that this relationship is growing and strengthening. And I think there are a lot of disparities between different religious communities here at UGA. And so differently, how has the Jewish community created a place for themselves here in Athens?
1: Right. So when I think about religious minorities here in Athens, and I think of um, strength in numbers. I do think of the Jewish community and they do have a synagogue um, that is the only membership based synagogue in Athens. And they also um, have Hillel and um, Rosh Shabbat, which is two other organizations here directly on campus that Um, any students can go to and attend services. And what I think is really unique about these organizations, especially Hillel, because I was able to talk to the director, um, is that a lot of Jewish students don't necessarily, you know, love the religious aspect of being in an organization like that. And that is totally okay. And I think Hillel has been very inclusive to all of these students who maybe, you know, identify more with their cultural aspect of being Jewish and what it's like to eat the foods and even, you know, congregate with family and whatnot. So I think, Having these inclusive environments that allows them to not just, you know, come into the doors and feel like they can have a friend or friends to talk to, and people to turn to, not because of what they believe in and maybe not their religious religiosity, but more in their community. So I think that is what, when I think of the Jewish community here, um, that's exactly what I think of. They're very, very inclusive.
0: On another note, what did athens Clark County Commissioner Jesse Houle have to say about religious diversity in athens
1: right so when we're looking at you know religious diversity i think it's important to really bring in all factors that could be affecting this and something that jesse was explaining to me is that um in the society that we currently live in this capitalist society where a lot of different numbers of religious organizations you know do have they do have more numbers and they do have a bit more power that can be really reinforced into a society such as with Athens. So like I was mentioning before, because these Christian organizations are larger in numbers, larger in power, larger in private funds um, and whatnot, they're able to keep that belief system and keep that power over the other minority groups. And it's not so much a bad thing. They're not trying to enforce this upon other minority religious groups. I think that's always a misconception along um, with a lot of communities, but I think what Jesse was trying to make point of is that these systems can just be put in place for so long that it's so hard to backtrack and make change unless the problem is addressed. Um, and something that they also mentioned too, which I thought was interesting, was that you know Athens is a little bit more of a progressive society. So we do we do have these minority groups. You know, a lot of different college campuses can't say the same, um, especially here in the south. So. Athens is definitely, you know, not the worst. There, like I said before, there's a lot of work to be done. But I do think looking back at, you know, our capitalists and our just like, society as a whole, um, Christian societies can overshadow other minority groups, um, but not purposefully. Right. I
0: have one last question for you. Why is religious diversity and support so important in the Athens community?
1: Right. So... Just like any college you go to, any new environment you're in, um, I think that college is such a transformative part of anyone's life. And I mean that with new you know, cultural shocks um, and also just like the people you meet and the different groups that you join. Um, coming to college, you really want to find your home. And when Muslim students come here, when Jewish students come here, some of them may not feel that home that they did feel when they were in high school um, or just in their childhood as well. So religious diversity for college students, at least, I think is very important for them to find themselves and really um, attach to what they think is important in their lives. So myself as a Muslim student, when I came here, I knew that the Muslim community here wasn't super rich. It wasn't Large, it wasn't you know culminating and very um explosive, but I knew that there was the Muslim Student Association. Um, I knew like in terms of my culture, there was the Arab Cultural Association, um, and we have the al Huda Mosque. So there are resources, and I'm very happy that I can fall back on those. But without those resources, I don't think I could have really embraced my Muslim identity, my Middle Eastern identity. Um and just really trying to find friends that I really liked and I could relate to, especially now like during Ramadan when you're fasting. Um, you know who are you going to turn to? Who is going to understand you the most when you can't eat or drink for you know a whole thirty days from sunrise to sunset? So having those people to turn to and just really feel like you're a part of community, especially during college, like I said, when it is transformative and all these lessons that you learn here, you'll take with you to your adulthood and when you graduate. So I think that having religious diversity, not only for Muslim students, not only for Jewish students, Hindu students, but for other communities as well, expanding in that essence is so, so important. I think it would also turn away a lot of people from wanting to come to UGA they know that they don't have a community they can fall back on Um, but I think something that was really beautiful from this story especially was Abby one of my um, students that I interviewed she's a Jewish student and one of the reasons she did choose UGA was because she knew that we did have those resources and that's exactly the type of people that she turned to and who she'll always remember and really like um, identify with the most so It's really apparent in just all the students that I've spoken to, even the students who I haven't, that having that religious diversity and having that community to fall back on is so, so important to their lives. Awesome. Well, thank you so much
0: for sharing a little bit more about about your story and also about your experience here.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: This has been The Front Page. The front page is a production of the Red and Black Publishing Company. You can find the stories discussed in this episode, in the paper edition, or on redandblack.com. Make sure to download our app and keep up with us on social media. We hope to see you next week.